Welcome, ladies and gents, to the Double D Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Dan. We're bringing you to Friday. This is March the 15th, I believe. Yes, sir. We've got a whole new week full of manga. A lot of exciting chapters, I will say. Uh, Black Clover being the biggest that we, on our both, um, both of our opinions, we've decided that this week Black Clover has got the biggest chapter out of all of our main four that we, main four or five chap, uh, um, pieces of manga that we usually go over every week. So let's, uh... Yeah, uh, I mean, just in terms of uh, grand scheme of plot, uh, I'd say the biggest turning point so far right now is Clover oh, yeah. with the introduction of this, uh, like, what, third party in this whole uh, oh, yeah. race war they have going on? Yeah, they've got, a re- they've got a real crazy thing. It's like a triple threat right now again, except this time we know it's like, uh, it's Destro, it's the group Destro of, of the rebellious, whatever they are. And then we got the League of Villains who are, uh, or no, no, are we, are we, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're talking about Clover. We're talking about Clover. I'm, I'm going into uh, Hero because I'm watch I'm looking at it right now. But Clover, oh, okay. Clover, yeah, we, we, you know, it didn't go anywhere to what I thought it was going to be. Let's just oh, say no. that. I did not. Do we, should we talk One Piece and Hero first? Let's do, let's do the, let's do the little shorter ones because they're, those, it's not like they weren't exciting, but they didn't I mean, have right. a lot to it. They didn't have the biggest impact. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, he said, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, to be fair, we're also covering two weeks of content, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, this time around, uh, or do we only have one or two chapters of Hero to talk about? We only actually have one, actually, because we did go over the last one last year, last week. It, oh, did we? Okay. So. Uh, do we finish the Toradoki fight, or is that finished in... Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. I think in the last podcast, we started, we started, we started, like, the end of the fight. Okay, we yeah. We didn't, uh, we did or no, we started, like, the very beginning of the fight, but the fight hadn't actually started. Yeah. So we have, we have to cover the fight and the post, post-fight. Yeah. You're right, you're right. So, uh, you can lead the way on that, since you seem so into Hero at the moment. Oh, yeah, Hero, um... We we got to see you know Bakugo and um, Todoroki go out and just pretty much wreck shit and just for a minute just kind of do a little bit of, of 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 what they've been working on the last few I guess months it would be since they've um, had a chance to um, prove themselves and get their license and it might be more like weeks for all I know because they're still in um, they're still in the I think aren't they still in the uh, are they in spring right now? It's like winter. It's like the. They're starting the winter. It's like the winter breakish. Yeah, so they're so they're about to start pretty much again, and um, it's it was it was cool to see this fight. You got to see Todoroki and um, Bakugo do a lot of different things. Uh, Todoroki, for, for one, did the great freezing heat wave. I thought that was exciting. I mean, I had never seen. Oh yeah, the yeah that one move. Yeah, I thought I thought that was nuts. He knocked that dude out with you know just pretty much one hit oh yeah and then like he said he... it was the seltzer dude right the seltzer water dude. yeah yeah he turned everything into like soda pretty much warm soda mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, uh bakugo goes like isn't that the move you used against deku uh-huh. and he's like so pissed that he would use it on this low level guy instead of him yeah. in the same tournament oh yeah and it was it was just it was funny it was funny to see them um kind of work together but also you know how they're like they 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 secretly hate each other too at the same time. Oh, it's not so secret. Yeah, it's not so secret. 
But you can tell, like they they were able to to put put across the differences and kind of work on stuff. But then, I mean, you kind of have to, and when you when you're a hero. But then you see that you know one dude I never thought was a big dude in the series, but he really did. I thought honestly he was gonna get killed when he kept introducing heroes to the um to the um um villains to the um the League of Villains. Oh yeah, the the recruiter guy yeah, Giron. Yeah, recruiter gets caught, and mm-hmm. he's pretty much saying, "Yo, you can you can kill me," and you know, as we you know, just fast forwarding through that. He pretty much just said he pretty much says I'm not gonna give anyone up, and the guy the you know the great the guy who's playing um, Destro says you know this is gonna be the beginning of a he like he looks like a psycho when he says it this is gonna be the beginning of a fruitful business partnership you can tell that that wasn't meaning that it's gonna be by his own choosing he's about to get brainwashed or something's about to happen and we won't see it because it's gonna be off screen right. Uh, and we won't know right away because that just that leaves more for the plot. But then now we see at the end that the League of Villains are fighting somebody who's crying, who said, uh, who's pretty much saying these, you know, the League of Villains isn't enough. He, and he's saying he's like screaming out to all for one. And fast forwarding to to the next, we know um, that um, Shigaraki and his group. Now are- hold up. Um- let me let me take a pause out of you for oh, real yeah, quick. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the guy that we see at the end of this chapter, we saw him roaming around after I believe it was either after the all for one fight or after the Chisaski fight. After Chisosky. And we've seen him roaming around in the mountains before. Yes, we did. I don't remember if you remember and that Tomura, panel Tomura or not. And um, and uh, Tomura and um, Kurigiri, um. We're all we're both out there trying to um, figure out who he was. At the time, I think I think. Well, it was just Kurogiri, right? Yeah, and Kurogiri said he was going off to go find someone to go find yes. power. He was going to go find the this doctor character, yeah. and yeah. And this is what he found. He found that guy. But then they, we find out later in this chapter, this the, this latest chapter, that he's actually been captured. But we don't know by who. They don't really say. To me, I don't really ever see who he's captured by. We just know that he's captured because he hasn't shown back up. Yes, Kurogiri is MIA. I I don't know if that means he was captured by this doctor character or if he was found out by the uh, actual heroes, but he's MIA also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we see Dabby show up and we hear that he's been trying to recruit people. But he's also been just killing them because they're not showing their worth. So pretty much he's going around killing hobos or anybody on the street who has powers, who doesn't want to do, you know, anything with with the League of Villains. Right. We don't we don't really know what this doctor, who this doctor is, if we secretly know him already and we've seen him in the series, but we didn't know he was this type of, you know. The person we might we might be someone we already know, it might be someone related to someone we already know. So we got we got a few facts about this doctor. I'm about to lay down real quick. Let's let's hear him. All right, so we know for a fact that this doctor was a close ally slash personal doctor to all for one. Yeah, that's a fact we know about him. Yeah, that is one. We also know that he. Yep, he, we also know for a fact that he is the creator of the Nomus, slash a, at least a very big hand 
in creating the Nomos, that development. And also, uh, we know that this doctor must have made this uh, big, tough thing in front of us now. So it makes us curious as to how he's able to control that monster through a radio, it looks like, at the end. It looks like he's trying to talk. It was like, it. It was like a boombox. Yeah, it was like a big boombox. And it tuned in. It's, it's, the doctor apparently was trying to talk to uh, Shigaraki. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm imagining this doctor is going to have to play some kind of vital part in, uh, obviously, the League of Villains plot progression. But also, uh, he has to have a pretty knowledgeable sum of quirks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for the longest time, one of the just the the big theories that people have been throwing around is is that 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 doctor that Deku saw took Deku's quirk because it was so good or whatever when he was young, and that's why he says he has no quirk because that doctor was secretly working for. All for one. I don't know if you've heard about that theory. Have you heard of that? That is a very good theory, though. I like that. Yeah, no, like the the like if you go like to like the first episodes or so, there, there's like that doctor with the special glasses on. He's got like a mustache. Uh, he's bald. That guy. They theorize that he is actually working for All for One, and that if Deku had a quirk, it was really good, and he told All for One about it, and All for One took it via being All for One. Now. I'm not that that wouldn't surprise me because you know what, when I hear that picture, when I picture that, I don't even remember what he what that doctor looks like, but when I picture what you how you describe him, the first doctor that comes to mind is that doctor in Full Metal Alchemist who makes King Bradley. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Doctor, that creepy doctor with the glasses and the smile and the mustache. That's exactly what mm. I think of a doctor who's up to something. Is a doctor who I picture that doctor with that face. I I can see that for sure, but no, this guy he had like green glasses. He almost looked like uh, do you? Me- I sorry, my girlfriend's been watching Black Clover, but do you remember uh Barrow from the cave incident in in Black Clover? Yes, I do. Yeah, that guy, his glasses. You remember his glasses? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. They look just like that, except they're like goggles and they're all gold and they have green lenses and you can't see his eyes and he has a mustache and he looks like Eggman and that's the doctor and the hero okay I do I can picture I can picture that but uh, that's I, you can look that up on YouTube that's not my theory at all that's just something I heard and but I could totally see that if if they're gonna pull that if I could totally set that this doctor and that doctor are the same thing mm-hmm yeah. So which what a what a coincidence what what a good position for a guy like that to be a child's physician. Yeah. Right. It ha- it's, that's crazy. This this whole this whole chapter was was cool because the whole the whole series, it's kind of been hard to choose what side to root for sometimes. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's clear. Sometimes it's clearly clear, but. And and I mean, most of times it's like some really. of the villains you're like you sympathize with like Stain, or like you know, uh, or uh, like or you know Mister Gentle, but you 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 sympathize with some of these these villains, some of these villains. Just a few. Just a few. Even though they are fucking killing people. Oh yeah. You sympathize with them a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's not a lot of to this chapter. It was just we 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 see this new guy and we know he's very strong. He's very unstoppable. And he has looks like he has not maybe one or two quirks, 
and you know because it looks like at one point when he's yelling uh he's almost like kind of like stopping them from moving so i don't know uh, what type of powers he has besides you know massive strength but we know that uh we know that the voice from the box is the doctor but we do not know where he's at or where another thing is uh we, we neglected to talk about that right now the League of Villains has actually fallen on hard times post uh, Chisaki. That at first, and I forgot. I did forget to go back to that. Yeah. But I was saying that they were going around pretty much trying to steal and sell things from people because they had no money and they are living pretty much off of pennies and probably dust. Is they're really living in like an abandoned factory, factory now, now, right? Uh-huh. They have not. It looks like most of them haven't eaten in like maybe weeks or maybe days. But they, Spinner's getting real pissed about it, the lizard man. Yeah, he's he's not feeling he's not feeling what they're doing right now. He wants some type of direction. With all for one they kinda had you know, they had a leader. But you know, like all for yeah. one said to him, it's time for you to walk on your own. Just like how All Might told Midoriya, it's time for you to walk on your own. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, you know, at least Midoriya has gotten strong he's getting Midoriya has started to walk that path himself. Tomura, right. this is looks like the beginning of Tomura starting to walk that path of his own. And, and it only makes sense for a writer to do that. If you're going to build the one character, then the other character has to somehow be building his himself in his own way too. And this is and this is the split between them. Tomura is going to start getting his his uh, ideas together, how he's going to make his attacks, how he's going to make his impact. Because he has a very good team of villains. Just, yeah. What I what I think I like about that uh, Hoshikori does a lot in this yeah, is I, uh, I, I, what I, what he does a lot is I think he he likes to show the very beginning of everything. He doesn't like to leave like if he shows a piece of lore, he likes to make sure he covers his entire uh bases on it he doesn't like to leave anything really open up it on open-ended yeah so far like they're like they're sure there's open-ended things now that it's i mean you can't not have open-ended things to have plot but uh he's covered so many things that he's brought up in the past now and so many more things are getting covered and covered i i, I just appreciate his uh his way to not leave loose ends That's yeah all. it's really good he is really good with not always le- he doesn't leave on a on a cliffhanger most most times he he does a chapter, which is really good. He tries to make it like a a general statement that this is where we're at right now. Exactly. And I like that. I like that. But uh, I guess let's you know, so we don't um, take too much time with this. Let's let's move on to uh, One Piece. Yeah, One Piece. All right. So uh, you want to take the lead with One Piece? Sure. Uh, lately, if we take a look back at the Great Luffy Escape Saga. We can see that, uh... Hang on, I gotta pull this up. Uh, sorry. Sorry, folks, for how very unprofessional of me. Uh, let's see. How dare you? Oh, yeah, so... Okay, yeah, so, uh... (laughs) Raizo got the key, but they noticed him about it. Uh, so Raizo's running away right now. He's finally making his way downtown. Ninning fast, and he's Luffy-bound. Ninning. What's that? I said nin nin. Nin 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 nin. Yeah, no, he's he's on his way. And so Luffy's kicking the shit out of you know what though? This guy right here, the guy he's kicking the shit out of is also a scorpion user. But it says a scorpion smile user. 
So that makes me think he could uh, Queen could still easily be a scorpion fruit if like just the regular one. But who knows? I don't know. Oda likes to keep it fresh, so maybe that maybe now that's out the window now. We'll we'll have to wait. But uh, I, I still so. I still kind of agree with you. I think it might still be a scorpion. Mhm. You never know. But uh, he takes down the scorpion user who's a who's the vice warden. Isn't that funny? He's a he's a vice warden, and so him and Grandpa Hio are fighting. And so now they're talking about, oh yeah, if you lay a single hand on one of the guards, it's a permanent, it's like immediate execution. So now everyone's like, oh shit, he kicked the vice warden as he's about to get executed. Hell yeah. And so everyone's cheering about it and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Luffy's like, I'm not fucking worried about getting executed. You think it really matters? It, what is it? What? Fuck, fuck that. And then uh, the actual warden, old maid, shows up and he's got an elephant on his tummy, kind of like a... Uh, that one line stomach guy from before in in uh, Curry, I believe it was. Yeah. And uh, so this guy, he uh, shoots, sneezes with his elephant, and it's like a like a buggy ball, I guess. Yeah. But uh, it kind of fucks up Luffy actually. Yeah, he's it does. Knocked Luffy's out. like knocked out for a second, but then he gets right back. He's like, I just wish I could use my hockey. He's like, I wonder how strong I'm gonna be once I take yeah, this right. off. And then Queen comes in and does a huge fucking scene with a dance, and he does a and it does a song, which is really funny. And we finally get to learn uh, Queen's bounty, which, hey, that's lower than Luffy's, one point three two billion. Yep, yep, Luffy's above him. So I think I'm just saying I would love to see the fight, but um, so old man's like, all right, so uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, Queen is super funny. I actually like Queen a lot more than I thought these, I Like, you see these next two things, like, you kiss he's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, uh, he's like, start ranking your problems to me. He's like, uh, what's your, start with number three on What's your third, third, third top problem? Uh, use this kid escape. And he's like, what? Uh, what's your number two? Uh, the keys for the sea stone handcuffs were stolen. What? What about number one? Straw Hat Luffy's trying to escape right now. <laughs> they just, he's like, what are you doing? Go catch him. But uh, then we see um, they make it to Ebisu Town, where we thought that uh, he might meet up with uh, we thought the gang might meet up with all Zoro Juro here. Oh no, Zoro is. But nope, oh, he got met up with just the Yasu guy. Oh man, it's it's funny. Zoro is just, and we just keep missing him. Dude, he went to exactly where they were. They literally crossed paths. He went back to the northern cemetery yeah, where they were just were. And we're going to get to that real quick. We're going to get to that. Yeah, quick. yeah. Anyway, so um, Zoro woke up and his sword was stolen, apparently, uh, from by someone. Yeah, Shusui, uh, which, I mean, makes sense. They're in Wano. That's Wano's, like, most treasured sword. But that's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zoro's not going to give that bitch up. That thing's a nice sword. But, uh, so they're like, hey, where'd Sanji go? <laughs> and he's fucking missing, too. And then, uh-oh, cut to the capital. Don't know why they would ever go back there, but they're in the capital. And guess what? They're in the fucking bathhouse. So, you know, it's a sexy scene with some sexy ladies. You know, we always get those. You know, not, they're talking about, you know, just fucking, you know, demonic arts in the public, you know, just right out. But it's a unisex bathroom, so they're being peeped on because, you know. But we it's also get a good look. Is. We get a good look at uh, how the um, the old boss of the yakuza, uh, you know, he, how he looked. He looked pretty much how Luffy looks sometimes in his gear four. Oh yeah, he. Uh, so there's. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you can always read the the uh, 
the end chapter like translation notes but uh, this guy's supposed to look like a famous wise king statue in uh, ancient lore and then uh, Kaido's supposedly what this guy was now is what they say He's, uh, he used to be a wise king and then now Kaido's referred to as the wise king I don't know uh, someone can go read up the lore on that but that that's the connection I'm that's curious how, how strong he really is if he has his cuffs off I don't know. That's that's the question. What was his what was his deal with was he a demonic arts user or was he just a strong guy? That's my question. I don't know. He just he was he said he, he said they say he possessed both power and popularity. Hmm. So he was the epitome of uh Well, then I wonder I don't know. I just wonder. He's probably just so old now. He probably I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I still wonder though. I mean, there's a lot of old people throughout um one piece who end up being super strong still like we didn't know we didn't know i honestly didn't know rayleigh was still going to be that strong oh hell no he can go up against admiral right now if he tried no he could go up against more he could take out all three admirals probably by himself yeah i wonder how one who i always wonder who's strong uh, how strong they are yeah yeah we still haven't seen the other admiral oh yeah the new one we still are they're still keeping him hidden i wonder who he is He's green, right? They they gave him the moniker of green. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's starving himself. He when when he talks and when he was talking to Fujitora when I recently reread the Riviere, he uh he had the speech patterns of like Jack the Ripper from Black Clover. He definitely. Yeah, yeah. I wonder I wonder if he's gonna if he's gonna uh have his voice. Because you know there's only a few voice actors. Yeah, no. So, so many. There's only so many, especially for 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 uh, English and Japanese. Oh yeah. English. Oh my God. I. It's there's only like fifty, maybe. Oh man, but but speed up. I mean, we just kind of see that. Um. You know. Um. What's his name? Rizo, um, before he runs off, he meets one of his old comrades. And he... Oh, right. But, um, but, uh, yeah, but we noticed that also that Plague's finally met Luffy. Or, yeah, Queen. Queen's met Luffy now. Queen's got, he's got his hands on Luffy now. Mm-hmm. So now they're about to start, uh, start doing the execution. But it's, it's a different way of executing him, uh, which we'll find out in the next chapter. But right before we go to that, we see Raizo meeting up with this dude named Kawamatsu. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's asking, asking about Lord Momonosuke. And this, this dude's, dude's like, huh? allies in the past. This is one of the samurai they've been searching for. Mm-hmm. So moving on to 936 here, we can see that Kawamatsu is a old nine red scabbard, I believe. Is that what they're hinting at here? Yeah, so he's stuck in this jail, and he's been rotting in this jail for, like, 13 years. And uh, he's chained up. He can't even do nothing, so they, uh... They were... So is this the guy who was uh, shooting fish bones at people, or is that Kid? That was still Kid. That was, that was still Kid? kid? Okay. That was still Kid. Kid was doing that. But, uh... So... They're talking about getting him out of here, but they need the key, and then... They notice Rizo because he's huge and he has a huge fucking face and he has a huge gaudy outfit. It's not too hard to see him. The most disguise he has on is a little white thing on his head. But uh, he smokes screens out of there. Yeah. And then uh, 
<laughs> we see Ke Queen's like, all right, let's get the fucking show started, boys. You ready for a sur a great suit? A great sumo inferno tournament. Yes. And Luffy's excited because he hurts he hears sumo. But then they get they get pretty much a celestial dragon slave collared on them. They're Grandpa Kyo and Luffy. Yeah, where well, their heads will explode as soon as they try to run out of way. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the same bullshit that they yeah whatever. Uh, but uh, so yeah, Luffy's but stuck with one of those, and it's it'll kill him if he tries to take it off. You know, it's the same bullshit they always pull with that. But hey, guess what? Um, it's gonna be you two versus like literally everybody with no rules. So uh, get out there and don't die. But they take the sea stone cuffs off. Yeah, they also take the sea stone cuffs off, so Luffy can do some sh actual shit now. But it so I guess Rizo got got in trouble for all that for nothing now. But I wonder what that key is for that he has now. If it's not for Luffy's cuffs, I wonder if it's for Kawamatsu's. It could be. But, uh, so Luffy gets his shit off, and then they're like, wait, we have to fight with Grampy O. Uh, Grampy O will just be in my way. And he's like, <laughs> Luffy's like, hey, if I fucking beat you up, Queen, will you fucking fight me? And he's like, and they're like, uh, come on, Queen, he's not gonna kill him. He just fight him. And Luffy takes them all out with fucking conquerors, because, you know, he's Luffy, and no one can really measure up to his will especially and he's like this is not even warm up and they're like huh this is gonna be great Woo -hee -hee -hee. you know this is gonna be a fun tournament for queen to watch you know yeah but Kawamatsu's chilling in there and he's got the fucking I don't know it looks like he's got one of those typical Wano hats you know on from that from that shoulder view he almost looks like Kanjiro a little bit but that's that's probably just style Huh? That's not him again, is it? No, that's not Kanjiro. No, 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 no. I'm talking about this other dark mysterious figure. That's Kawamatsu at the end, yeah. Are you sure? He said, don't let boss Hyogoro die. So you think that's still him? Oh, yeah. he's It's the chain dude. He's 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 in that one cell that no one ever goes in. It, they keep cutting back to that. So I'm going to assume it's him. Okay. I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe that's a different dude who was just saying, don't let boss Hyogoro die. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So that threw me off for a minute, but I'm glad that that makes more sense then. I mean, I mean, it's not like he wouldn't know about Boss Hirogoro. And again, especially if he's been in this prison with him near him on the same amount of time. Yeah, right. So, and then you know, it it gets really cool towards the end of the chapter because we get to see we keep getting to see Hawkins and Drake together, but they do not really like to be around each other. Like, it's just uh -huh. it's like they're both they always have to be in separate rooms. And it's it's just really cool, but well, yeah. They but they really do talk to each other. They do like communicate because they're both you know of the worst generation, so they all feel like they're on equal status. Yeah, they have some kind of kinship and some strange. Yeah. yeah. But Nami Nami really takes the cake for this one because how she is able to uh, fool everybody. Uh, oh, are you just talking about how she showed herself? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did she do that or? Oh no no no! It was more of an accident, wasn't it? She did it on purpose. Did she? No no no! Look at uh, uh the freaking sort. Does she do it on purpose? I guess it does start slipping before it gets there, huh? She's like she's like she was definitely trying to get everybody caught off. She caught everyone off guard, even even Hawkins. Yeah, well they certainly all got caught off guard by her flashing, and then uh. Sanji gets caught off. 
Gil Sanji gets caught. He was there clear as Osoba mask, you know, stealth black. Just doing exactly what happened to, to Nami at fucking Thriller Bark, dude. Oh, oh yeah. my god. He's, He's been, been waiting. waiting. He was just waiting to have that power to do that. He wanted, he, and that's funny that Sanji said he would have ate a devil fruit if it was the invisible devil fruit. It was the only one, and then now it, yeah, he can't have it, and now he has this power. So. <laughs> Sanji practically has the power of invisibility. You know he does have the power of invisibility, and now he got fucked over by it. <laughs> oh shit, Sanji's such a clown. And then they and then Sanji gets caught. They're like, "Oh, he's here." They're like, "Oh shit. yeah, right." Osoba Mask is here. Who they were looking for somehow. <laughs> and then as soon as as soon as Drake comes in, he gets caught with Nami. He gets caught with women in general. He's just not good with it. Yeah, and like he's like, "I'm not weak against." Yeah, you are. You're weak against women. Right, and then uh, but they start to make their escape. Yeah, and, and then we figure like, like we, we find out that I I didn't know Hawkins was from the North Blue too. So Drake. well, no, they talked. I think they talked about that because Law was from the North Blue, and if you remember in Law's backstory when they were doing the thing with Captain Barrels, that was all in the North Blue as well. No, and I, and believe, I believe Dolphy was also from North Blue. But that was Drake. I didn't see Hawkins. Well, Drake was Captain Barrel's son. Yeah, but not Hawkins. What about Hawkins? How did we... Well, Hawkins heard about it from... I don't know. Actually. Yeah, but, he, know. but no, Drake says Hawkins is from the North Blue North Blue 2. I didn't know Hawkins was even... I didn't know where Hawkins was from. I thought he was from like... Is he from... Yeah. I, I don't know if he... I don't know if Hawkins is, because it says, Drake, you're from the North Blue, right? He says, so are you. What about it? Oh, so are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So are you? What about? Oh, wow. I didn't. I didn't see that either. Huh. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to get at. He he's from the north. He's from the north blue too. I didn't know Hawkins was from the north blue. So we got Saji, <laughs> Hawkins, and a uh, Drake from the north blue all in the same room, and they all know about the German and law. law must be right. And law too. Law law all. Four Law's not here, but he's he's from the north blue. Yeah, yeah. All four of them are from the north blue in the same you know in the same country. Yeah. So. Not the same country. Well, no, I'm saying they're in the same country right now. Oh, yeah, yeah right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah, it's 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 crazy to think. I, I didn't know Hawkins was the... I thought Hawkins would have been from the South. Or I swear I thought he was from the South Blue. But maybe that was um, Gang Beige. I think that, I think that was, was Capone, Capone yeah, Gang, Gang Beige. Beige. Yeah. So... But, but so, so we see uh, uh, Soba Mask flying away with the ladies. Yeah, he's got all three. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also start talking about how Beppo and his two cronies that he's hanging around got captured now. Yeah. Sanji is, meanwhile, bleeding through his mask, through his mouth mask, because he's got <laughs> he's got all three ladies naked on him. They're like, they've got some clothing on them, but they're, they're practically naked, and he's carrying, but all, he's carrying his two favorite him, women, and now he's, like, practically going to pass out. Oh, yeah. But... You know, it to tie up this chapter, though, we come back to back to the Ringo section, the Northern Cemetery section. We want to know where everyone just was, but you know, Zoro had to wander too without that. And so we we come to the scene where Zoro fi- finds this guy on the bridge towards the cemetery. Uh, uh, so he's some type of he's some type of um uh, some type of sword collector or something. Yeah, no, this guy uh. He apparently returned Shusui to its grave, and uh, so he's just pissed at Zoro, 
and Zoro's like, I know that. I know that's stolen, but, um, hey, and he's like, if you know it, then shut up. And he's like, well, no, what? I want that weapon. Are you a weapon collector? You should know why I'd want that weapon. And he's like, all right, weapon collector, I'm going to take all your shit because I can see it all in your back. So you also kind of get the sense that he's probably like the same guy that Luffy met in the beginning when he first came to Wano. From, um, from, what's her name? Uh, oh, from, from that, that one village. like he's the same kind of guy. I feel you. He's the same kind of character. Yeah, like he's, they kind of belong to the same type of, um, faction. Yeah, because remember when, when he saw Luffy with that sword, he was like, no. He's like, you shouldn't have that. He's like, you can't use that. Right, yeah, you can't even use that. Let me use it. What'd you say? He, like, he can't, you can't even, you don't even fight with a sword. Let me see that. Yeah, Luffy. Anyway, but, uh, so this guy, uh, he's gonna, we're gonna see him and Zoro fight. But this guy is apparently a, a reference to a Benkai, which is a historical figure who collected, like, seven weapons on his back. Yeah. unique. So, that, that's what that guy's based off of so far. But that's, uh, that's where One Piece is going, so... We're hopefully going to see Shusui come back into Zoro's possession or maybe a couple new swords. Fuck somebody up. But, like, Something. Like, like Dana said off of air, and then most of you don't know, is Zoro has yet to find a challenge after these two years that he's been. Oh, no, we, no, we talked, talked about, about this. this. Have we talked about this? Huh? I didn't think we talked about that. No, no we, we did. did. I, I, I remember talking about this on the second one, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I mean... We've yet to see Zoro find the challenge, and I'm I'm eager to see who is going to be. Yeah, because I mean, what has he really done since uh, Fishman Island? I mean, the most challenging thing he did on Fishman Island was fight Horty Jones underwater. Honestly, I think I think Whole Cake Island would have went faster if Zoro went. I think the whole thing would have been way faster if everyone went. Because because Zoro would have took on a Cracker, and Luffy would have just went straight for um for um what category? Absolutely. But then there's the thing of, oh, I wonder how, how separated everyone would get, get again. again. Oh, dude, I think they would have been fine. Because you got Brooke, you got two of the Minks, three of the Minks, Jinbei. Three, three no, no, just two. No, you had, you had, you had three, you had, well, one died, obviously. Pe- Pedro, the uh, it was just Chop, it, it was just Pedro and Carrot, right? No, you had, uh, you had, uh, what's his name? Oh, oh, Peckhams? Peckhams. Peckhams. Oh, he, I don't know. He was helping, uh, he was he was helping him to the very it, end. He didn't did help him to the very end. end. He, he was all about the straw hats. He helped them get there. He helped them find where they needed to go. He told them how to hide. He did, he did try, try to, to make them leave, leave though. though. Oh, he, he tried to make them leave because he was trying to save their lives. Yeah. yeah. But it worked out. But it should have oh, yeah. went faster. You're right. Um... So what's next? Are we going to hit Black Clover? Yeah, I suppose it's time, yeah? Or should we cover Seven Deadly real quick first? Um, I mean, yeah. You can. I don't have any problem with that. Well, just to give a quick summary of uh, Seven Deadly, Meliodas, uh, he sees uh, his dream gang via Gother Power in his head while he's fighting Demon King. He pretty much helps him out of it. Oh, yeah. 
And so he's like, oh, so they're not dead. Oh, cool. You lied to me, Demon King. I'm going to beat your ass now. And so he starts beating the Demon King's ass, and Bon also starts kicking his ass. And then Bon starts getting his ass kind of kicked, too. Yeah, but then at the very end, we see our boy Zeldoris swoop in. Mm-hmm. And so he's helping now. So, well, that's, I mean, that's all that really happened, if we really think about it. Yeah, that is really all that happened. Not much really else happened to this. It's, I mean, it's a pretty big fight, but it feels feels slow-paced. Yeah, and Zeldris kind of comes at the end to kind of put a statement in, you know, and killing that... Like, hey, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm helping. helping. Yeah, he killed that, that, um, that, uh, that creature that was, like, shooting down, like, it looked like missiles or something. But it, it, it's, it's, I mean, we already kind of, most of us kind of know why Zeldris is helping, is helping, because he, he wants his true love to come back but would she really still love him after what he did i mean kind of did just yeah. betray her oh no, he didn't betray her he didn't betray her but he just kind of he killed her off i mean he had to i mean he, he, he told her to yeah so i think i don't know it'll be like a a bond slash uh what, what what's her name elaine reunion it'll be like that yeah it probably will be like that but um, otherwise, uh, uh, I'm just a, I just want to see, I just want to see Meliodas do something really cool. I mean, honestly, this is one of those shows. I, it's hard to theory about honestly because it just kind of feels like it's wrapping up, but like the end end. Yeah, right, right. It does kind of feel like, like the end, 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 and I don't like that. Like, this is like the end game, end game. It feels like. Yeah, if Seven Deadly Sense ends this early, I will be very disappointed. You know. 300 chapters is a pretty good run. It It is, but damn. It's so much Bleach more than Bleach, Bleach has, has like 300, 300 some. some. Yeah, but Bleach went into some other crazy shit, too. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, that's that's seven deadly sins, people. It's not, it's not really... Uh, not, not, much not, not really shit going on. And... Uh, we might have some Jump Force news later after this uh, Black Clover uh, run through. So let's jump into Black Clover. All right. Do you want to lead it or do you want me to? Oh, yeah. Are we um, we still starting back on... Um, Are we still going to start on 196 or you want to start on 197? 196. 196. Okay. So, uh, because the last thing we left off on the podcast about was uh, we talked about who could this mysterious third party be. But in this, uh, in the next couple chapters, figure out who it is. Yeah, so we, you know, this this chapter we kind of see um, we see this guy who somehow brings brings back the um, the birth of a demon, and uh, he is pretty much just controlling. Uh, it's pretty much was he wasn't bringing back a demon. He's pretty much bringing back a body for himself to switch back into. After controlling this this elf for so long, and so, so he okay so he got into an elf body long ago or did he what 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 was his where did he oh, from what I from like and it, it's kind of hard not to get into the other chapter because that kind of helps bridge it but it seems like he was just taking host of his body like a like venom essentially yeah he kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of he was, was kind of holding on to it like venom, and everyone's like, "What is this cold mana? This pitch black mana?" And the, it it's it was him pretty much just 
rising in him, but he was being inside someone else's body. He's being, he's kind of almost camouflaged because he's hiding within like almost like within four walls to kind of keep his pressure, his cold mind of pressure from being, you know, sensed by anyone else. But when he comes back to life and he, and he needs a ritual to, to, I think he, he's like almost like Voldemort. He has to be attached to something unless he has his actual ritual body done the right way or something like that. That's what it seems like. It's it's not a whole it's not a whole explanation about what he has done, but it's it's like he said it's the first body he's had in centuries, and the first body meaning like he used that guy's body as a as a sacrifice. It seems like to to in order to have him his full power self come back to life. So I I don't know I don't know. What I've gleaned from the situation, what I believe happened is there was a a third party all those years ago who influenced the humans to obviously start this whole race war between the elves and massacre them, right? Yeah. So we see that this guy says he orchestrated it all. I mean, that's more of the next chapter, but um yeah. This guy, he he I think during the reincarnation portion of of their plan um he also got reincarnated because he was also there that day, and I think he accidentally got killed or purposely let himself get killed. I'm unsure. Uh, those details are fuzzy to me. But um, he comes back, and he got reincarnated in this body, who was also partially like reincarnated in an elf at the same time. And he kind of realized what was going on. He's like, oh, hey, cool. This is my opportunity. This is my plan that I've been doing. Finally, it's my time. And so he needs to come to this shadow palace and collect all the stones to sacrifice this body he's in now to summon what i believe to be his real body yeah which they call him the devil and he looks i mean i think i think it's that's pretty badass but it's also pretty creepy yeah he looked like i'm eager to see how he's gonna be um drawn but in a sense what i saw him the instant i saw him i thought asta i'm like maybe that's the guy who's in asta's power and and like we we're trying, I'm trying my hardest not to jump into this other chapter, but you know, obviously at the end we see Asta come to help Yuno, and Yuno says he can't do it by himself, but he knows that Asta is right there on the way, and that's pretty much a little bit how that chapter ends. Yuno tries his best to try to attack him, but the guy has a little weird magic. Everything he says goes right back. Uh, anything he says to anyone's magic happens um, the way he wants. Hit. Yeah, well, we can get that next chapter, but for now, uh, Yuno's dodging everything, trying to even just try to attack this thing, and he can't, because it's just nullifying all all attacks towards it, and so he's like, ah, shit, how are we gonna do this, but then in comes fucking Asta, charging in to help out, and fucking Mimosa right behind, with half a teddy out, just chilling. The thirsty cousin. Mm-hmm, right. Oh, boy. But yeah, no, this next chapter, chapter, oh, boy, the next chapter, it's it's fulfilling. It's re- it's satisfying. It really, really? I I think it was very satisfying to see this chapter, in a sense. I mean, you y- you see a lot of uh, a, it's a lot of like you know, standoffs between people between you know um, people in this chapter, the devil and uh. uh Patri, uh, Patri, whatever his name is, it's just Patri. It's it's unbelievable. 
it's unbelievable to see how how helpless he is to you know to this devil and now it makes me wonder it so he he i imagine he's like a demon or a devil or something right he's got to be like almost like how the, the like the spirits are like the fire spirit the wind spirit oh yeah he's kind of got to be on that type of power level but higher cuz he's a demon he's got to be the right. demon out of all of them and like, like the, the darkness, darkness yeah like the dark one cuz you know like, yeah. it, it just seems it just seems really really weird but he just his power is weird he and we we later find out in this chapter in the midway through his chapter that he has speak magic or something like that he has power word magic power word magic magic so anything he says will happen if he says storm of blades if he says return if he says stop if he says disappear or if he says come here yeah come here or iron spear it i mean he can he can pretty much do anything he summons everything and it all happens that as well exactly and it's it's really dangerous it's scary to see but it's also cool over these next few times because we see Asan Yuno doing these amazing dodges and reflections off of his magic and uh we also see we them get a little um get a little uh pressured at the end because we see them get we see them look like they're like like it, it looks like they died for a minute because they got yeah. a, they had a huge boulder fall on top of them it looked like and it, it was just it's wild it was wild to see I mean, but they, but eventually they, they somehow escaped it. I don't know how they escaped it. I don't really remember seeing how they escaped. It just looked like they just reappeared. Oh no, they Here just we, they yeah. came from under Before the rubble. Too. They both mm-hmm. came from under the rubble. Yeah. Before we get too much into that, though, the conversation that he and the the devil and uh, party have here is pretty important, and we learned that. Uh... To that, and let's, let's, if you want to go ahead and take the lead on that. Sure. Sure. Um. So it turns out five year, hundred years ago, whenever whenever this first initial genocide happened, uh, apparently the last wizard king and Licht caused a like a like a like a niche in this ancient demon's plan, and so at that time he was like, "Oh hey party, I'm gonna fucking use you for revenge." Exactly. So I so I can actually do this in some some amount of time when this is time to happen again. And so he was the one who actually initiated the reincarnation spell. And he reveals that Licht actually would never want any revenge or anything like that. You should know that. Licht was the most kind being. And yeah, you, here you are simply believing in revenge and everything. And I just took advantage of that. And you were my perfect pawn or whatever. And he's pretty much pulling a, like a like a Kaguya on Madara pretty much. Slash a Madara on Obito, which, which I thought was a really clever turnaround like you don't see too many things do but it's i think it's pretty paramount to the same thing yeah because of how long or how long has been put into work again how many deep deep like depths of like oh no i'm the real leader oh no i'm the real leader and oh no this is what's really it's happening like, it's like, like full metal alchemist in a sense too how it's like so many things put into this one desire oh yeah and it's been over years and years and decades and decades of time it's ridiculous it's, it's i mean it's, it's it's awesome to see though I'm not gonna lie. It's it's an awesome thing to see, and it's just it's it blows my mind though when I hear something like that because it's like, geez, how long has this character been like, you know, putting all this um all this work in? Right. But it's not. I mean, it's 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 cool. It's cool to see because you knew you knew somebody was behind this. You it's in in a sense. I when I kept reading this story from the you know from like what fifty to eighty chapters ago, um, it you could tell that. Patrick was not like he wasn't the mastermind 
And no, no. And it's it just like it was like who who is like actually in charge of this? Who is going to like show us what what is you know who is the is the is the like true strategist in this in this story? And then we look, you know, we find out it's this it's this demon the whole time, this whole time from since the first uh, Wizard King has been him, and it's nuts, it's nuts. So this their whole their whole their whole world has been shaped pretty much by this demon. Oh yeah. In a sense, he has, and I'm sure he brought that first, that big ass demon first. I think Lick turned into that. He might have. No, because we talked uh, like if like at, uh, if you go back to when, in back in the Sea Temple era, where when Vanessa was talking about the, the ancient race or whatever, they talked about how the leader turned himself into that, and it kind of looks like Lick. It's got white hair and it's got magic, you know. Oh, I guess I never really caught that. That's that's pretty crazy. So I think what the demon was trying to do is summon that thing to become like the end end world thing, you know, like what would kill everything and destroy and make despair or whatever. But I think since Licht was in it, he had some kind of conscious control. And I think the Wizard King, obviously, you know, the first one, he he took, you know, he was like, ah, oh, shit, Licht, I can't let you be like this, man. We can't let this go on. He's like... All right, I'm gonna kill you now. He's like, "Yep, cool, it's fine." And then that giant skull is created, and so is Hodge. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's, you know, it's wild. It's a wild story, honestly. It's the wildest story. It's not where I thought it was gonna go. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's he pretty much set their their whole vengeance. It's it's pretty much he set it up for them to have a uh, a purpose. It, it was just, it, it was dumb. I mean, it's, it it was it was dumb on their fact, but they they didn't know they were being controlled. So it's 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 I guess it's a very interesting twist to the to the very cool Black Clover story. Oh yeah, it definitely gives a very good twist. But you know, you know, as we're getting towards the end, you know, and Asta are not giving up, not at all. And they got a dream, baby. They're not gonna give dream. up. Dream, my dreams will never lose it's just it's a great it's a great little um saying and we it's kind of like we just see light and dark go against go against the demon but yeah we see the light side of things and the dark side of things kind of merge and uh fight off the third entity it's almost like a it's almost like a kingdom hearts type thing with riku and sora if people know kingdom hearts it's exactly kind of the same thing i feel you but we don't know. I can see that. We don't see. To me, it still looks like it's not enough. It still looks like it's not enough. It looks. Oh, I don't think they barely even touched it. I don't think they really did anything to him. And honestly, I think they're going to need the Wizard King. I still think he's lingering. <sighs> you you keep holding on to that ideal, man. I still think he's somewhere, man. I think we both know what happened to girl Julius. Julius, don't don't listen to this asshole. <laughs> You're still alive uh, out there. Listen, if Jiraiya Sensei taught me anything, I know how this ends. Fuck Jiraiya. He wasn't ready for it. He literally yeah, he went was. In unprepared. He was one of the goddamn three signings. Suck my dick about it, bro. He went in unprepared. That's what they all say. <laughs> I just think Payne just finally surpassed him, as all students do. I say bullshit. <sighs> We could argue about this if you really want. <laughs> no, I don't need to. 
<laughs> I don't need to. But, I mean, that, that's that's pretty much all I, I really have for for Black Clover. I mean, Black Clover, it wasn't much going on that much. I mean, it was a lot. Trust me, there was a lot. But No, I mean, that's that's huge news, man. Yeah. Um, I guess real quick into, like, uh, um, because we're getting close to our, our time limit. But, uh... To um to to kind of cap this uh, Jump Force has put out his update schedule. Oh yeah, we're gonna get Kaiba in what May? Yeah, Kaiba. Uh, yeah, it is in May, and which is him and two other playable characters. Oh yeah, we get three at a time. That's right. Yeah, and I'm 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 not too pressed about Kaiba. I really don't care about Kaiba. Yugi is a bitch Fuck to no. fight. Yugi is a bitch to fight. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he is. I fucking hate playing Yugi. I, I hate playing. He's awful, Yugi. bro. He's aw- I hate playing with him, but I hate playing against him too. He's so fuck to me. He's hard, dude. Yeah, he he's, is. He's hard to play against. He, he pisses me off a lot. I cannot figure out how to block against him. Sometimes, sometimes I don't know how to. It's honestly with most most of that time with me and him, it's just being patient. Yeah, exactly. I hate being patient with him though. I I want to kick his ass, but this whole game makes you be patient. Sucks. Yeah, I haven't played in I haven't played in a few weeks. I'm about to probably play tonight at some point. But, um, no, the day I got back from vacation, I just played for like five hours straight, six hours. <laughs> I haven't played for a couple of days, so I'm I'm itching. I'm itching. But we see next uh or next month we're gonna get a clan feature, a vertex event, and a new avatar cost and new avatar costumes. So that's gonna be cool. I'm not sure what the clan feature is about. Uh, I'm sure it's, it's something. Clan feature? Oh, I guess it's kind of like Call of Duty clans. I, oh, I wonder because I mean, if it is, then I mean it's gonna be wild. I wonder if we could do like. Hey, I pick one character and we switch between these three, and we all play against three other people. It has to be, or it has to be your character. That'd be cool. It might be your actual personal character. Yeah. That you have to fight with. But uh, right. yeah, and then and then may we get an online link mission, uh, raid boss event, and new stage world tournament stage, and then obviously like he said, Kaiba and two other playable characters, some avatar costumes. And that's as far as we want to go on the on the schedule. But even May, May looks crazy. May looks crazy. Oh, they have like three more characters after that, or it's like six more after that that they have scheduled right now. The next time I see three more characters is uh, in August. Yep. 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 So that that'll be, and then there's more after that. There's 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 even more after that. Is what it says. It says there's uh, after August. They say there's even more characters after that coming up. Because they have oh, to. Geez. I mean, they have they have so many women that they don't even have from any of the games. But they also don't have Seven Deadly Sins. They don't have uh, really any characters from Academia. They don't have Attack on Titan on there. And they don't have One Punch Man on there. They don't even have fucking Samurai Champloo or anything on there. I mean... Not, not even, even like Black, Black Butler, Butler or Sword Art Online or something like kind of popular, or, you know? Or like, yeah, Hack. Anything. Mm-hmm. Code Geass. Yeah, Code Geass. What the fuck? Fuck Gundam. Anything. Yeah, for sure. Inuyasha. Inuyasha. What the hell? Fucking uh, Tri- Trigun. Cow- a cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Trigun. I mean, it's, it's so many characters that they have not thrown on this, on this thing. Dude, I mean, you they could totally throw Faye Valentine in here if they have fucking Ryu Seba. Yeah, you put you put Boruto on here over all those other characters. It's because of Naruto Bro. fanboys out there. And no offense to you, Naruto fanboys, but Naruto is not the best manga. Just for your info. Bro, you're about to have, like, 
10 stakes at your door, all with, like, Naruto headbands from each different village. Definitely over fucking Naruto. And any of these new mangas, like like Hero Academia or Attack on Titan or, or even Black Clover, I definitely say are beyond Naruto. Let's not even begin on Naruto with their goddamn filler ass. But we'll, we'll see. Okay, I'll give you... Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you Naruto is not the best anime. I never really cared for the manga either. I did. I I read I read the manga way before I even like read watched the show. Okay, so like I watched the show on television when I was a kid, but then I started reading the manga and like I finished the show from the manga and that took forever to just watch the anime because I knew I just knew the horrors of just flashback Naruto Sasuke Naruto Sasuke. It was just garbage. It was just awful. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess that'll do it for me for the Double D podcast. You got anything else? Uh, no, no, man. I'm all good. Nah, I don't know. Hey, hey, hey World World Seeker came out, didn't it? Yeah, but it's trash. Is it? Trash. It's repetitive. It's so, the fighting is terrible. Oh, no. That's what I feared. I'm glad I didn't get it. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I, I looked at... I went over this stuff with the people at GameStop. We were looking at the review and everything, and looking through the game. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is, this is, this is cringeworthy." I knew it was gonna be secretly. Oh my god, they! I, I had so much promise for it. It's most of these games are coming out are cringeworthy. Uh, just a just a fun fact, Anthem. Uh, I hope no one got it right away, and I'm glad I waited like I did because a lot of people's um, games crashed off of Anthem, so. Oh jeez! And they lost some of them, lost their systems because something happened with not doing the patch first. If you didn't do the patch or something, you your system somehow just turned off and did, I don't know something happened. With, but I'm glad I didn't get it yet. I'm getting Wi-Fi this right. Sunday. I sh- I am scheduled to get it this Sunday, so I am I'm eager about that. So I don't have to come over to my parents' house anymore. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> but yeah, everyone, that'll do it for week. Uh, what is this week four? Yeah, yeah week, week four. four. Week four, week four for the Double D podcast. So that'll do it for Dave. And that'll do it for Dane. All right, you guys have a good rest of your weekend, and we'll see you soon. See you later, guys.